can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics beat the Brooklyn Nets 116-112 and complete the sweep. Kyrie is packing. He is going on vacation. Not too long ago, the Nets were winning their playing game, and the entire crowd erupts in chants, screaming, We want Boston. Well, they just swallowed all of that. Bit their tongue, nothing. Nothing coming out of Nets fans anymore. Mike Gorman probably had the call of the day today. There was one play where the ball went out of bounds. It was Nets ball, and the announcer gets real excited. Mike Gorman goes, well, at least the public address announcer is excited at this point. He's the only one in the entire building. And it was the best call I have heard Mike Gorman do in a long time. Uh, So this is it. This is the Celtics at playing at an all-time high. Uh, you got to give the Celtics a lot of credit here for pulling this win out. But going to dive into all of it. Going to do today's podcast a little different. Run through player of the game. Run through some of the highs. Skipping lows because there aren't any. We swept the nets. Moving on to the next. So we'll skip negatives. Uh, and we'll dive into what round two looks like. Uh, to get things started off here, I want to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. Uh, actually, you know what? Scratch that. Give him player of the game to Marcus Smart. All like Looking at stat sheet, Jason Tatum, probably a better game. 29, five, like 3 and 5 for Tatum. But Marcus Smart tonight was exceptional. Defensively, offensively, he got the guys going. Total stat line, 20 points, 5 rebounds. 11 assists, only one turnover, one turnover for Marcus Smart tonight. And he was fairly efficient, 7 of 16 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line. But some of his plays tonight were just beautiful. Like had a couple of great drives, tough finishes, but he had that huge drive and finish to go up 6 with 3.15 left uh, and a couple other baskets late. That just put the Celtics where they need to be. No matter what time the game is, no matter where the situation is, Marcus Smart makes the play. Like a play that'll go underrated today, uh, down the stretch, is that you know Marcus Smart forcing Durant to the floor. He ended up getting a foul called on it, and Durant went to the free throw line. But that's a situation where fouling them doesn't really hurt you much anyways. Because you're already, you've got a three-point lead. Free throws only can get you two points. And he ended up missing one of them. Which ended up putting the Celtics up and just brought them into the victory anyway. So overall, you look at this game for Marcus Smart. He got everybody involved. We saw the Time Lord Marcus Smart connection today with a beautiful alley-oop. Uh, And that was just one of the 11 great passes that he had. Like seriously, 11 assists for Marcus Smart, 26 for the team, but he was the head of the snake. You look at it, Jason Tatum only played 36 minutes, fouled out today, gotten, 
you know, foul trouble pretty early. Uh, had a solid game, but he was the next best with five assists. Marcus Smart carried the team as far as like playmaking goes. 11 for him, 5 for Tatum, 3 for Jalen. You've got 2 for Pritchard, 2 for White. You know, and then you've got Al and Tice with one each, Grant with one. Like, the entire facilitating comes from Marcus Smart tonight. you got to give him a lot of credit. Offensively, defensively, he took a shot to the face from Kevin Durant that was, that was a huge moment of the game. The Nets were down a couple. Durant had the ball in his hands, posted up Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart kind of got away with a little bit of body there, uh, but took an elbow right to the face. Offensive foul. Celtics ball. And that happened a bunch of different times. He just came up with all those Marcus Smart type plays. Uh, you gotta, You got to give him a round of applause for that effort. Uh, But you had really solid performances all around tonight. Grant Williams, huge game. Huge game for Grant Williams. He's continuing to do it. Defensively, this is one of the better games that he's had all season. And I know this entire series, uh, he's played phenomenal defense against Kevin Durant. Tonight, no exception. Uh, Three blocks, a couple unbelievable defensive possessions one defensive possession Kevin Durant had it in transition and Grant Williams just stepped up held his ground forced a tough shot Kevin Durant did not try to get free throws out of it Uh, Grant Williams just stood straight up forced a tough shot and he missed Uh, but it happened a bunch Grant Williams tonight defensively stud absolute stud performance from him But the offensive end was just as good. You know, 14 points tonight, three rebounds and assist, five of eight from the field, four of six from three. Like he had a stretch where he just would not miss. He had nine points in the second quarter, three straight threes, corner threes. It's just, it's beautiful. This Celtics team starter wise is so good but when you have bench guys when you have role players like grant williams stepping up and playing a role like that this team is really hard to beat we already know what the defense is going to give you like we just held a great offensive team in brooklyn to 112 points but you look at what we did with kyrie irving six of 13 20 points kevin durant 13 of 31, 3 of 11 from 3. Like, these aren't good shooting numbers by any means. Durant still went off 39 points, but 10 of 11 from the free throw line. So he's getting his points there. Like, the Celtics are making it the whole entire team work so much harder for their shots. When you have guys that are ISO heavy like Durant and Kyrie, you're being forced into a horrible spot because this whole team as a collective plays together. They know where the rotations need to be. They can switch on everything because they have length all over the starting five, all over their rotational eight, nine man rotation. Like they're just, they're long athletic and defensive minded. 
but seriously, this is a this is a great win. It's a great win. Obviously, you've got the two Jays that played another great game. Jalen Brown came out hot, had a had a solid first, uh, and then kind of died down a little bit. Had six points after the first, twelve at the half, sixteen after the third, twenty two at the at the end of the game. Uh, solid game from him. eight rebounds, three assists, uh, nine of twenty from the field. Pretty good. 0 of 5 from 3. Struggled on that end. But defensively, another really solid game for him. Really solid game. Jason Tatum, really solid game for him too. 29 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists. 9 of 16 from the field. So almost a 30-point performance on under 20 shots, uh, which is pretty impressive. Four of six from three. I mentioned that he fouled out, uh, but he also had six turnovers today. So you look at Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, there were negative parts of each of their games. And that's why you have to look at the Celtics team and really see them as a threat if you're anyone else in the NBA. Because this really isn't a, isn't a flawless performance from them. Like Your two stars played well but not as well as they could be playing, <laughs> right? Like there's another level that these two guys can reach. So you got to look at this team and think of it as a real threat to win the NBA Finals this year. Uh, but really impressive. Al Horford, another guy, came up huge. 13 points, six rebounds and assist. Five of nine from the field, three of five from three. He had two fouls. In the first six minutes of the game. Did not play the remainder of the first half. He ended the half with six minutes played. Second half, flipped a switch, started playing at a really high level. Really high level. Huge, huge putback on a smartness to go up four with 14 seconds left. Like that is Al Horford coming up clutch. That came off of the Durant free throw as well you had a Jalen Brown beautiful rebound beautiful outlet pass to Marcus Smart who drove attacked and Al Horford was right there to clean it up so this is a it really is a team win great performances all around Robert Williams stat sheet wise nothing special three points five rebounds did have four offensive rebounds so that's beautiful to see but again, looking at the way he's running, the way he's sprinting down the floor, his body looks good. His body looks good. Like he's running, he's sprinting, he's getting up in the air. He caught an alley-oop from Marcus Smart that we talked about. So like he's performing at the, the level that I would say we want to see him at. Right? Like I still think, just like I said at the end of the last podcast, there are still some you know, areas of improvement as far as you know, figuring out the defensive schemes. Like He's missed some time. He's a little bit late on a couple rotations. But we've seen him play at an all-NBA, all-defense level. And I know that's going to continue to happen. Uh, so it's good that we, had, that we had the opportunity 
two games in a row to play him in like non-pressure environments. Like obviously this was a close game at the end. Rob Williams played 14 minutes. When he was in there, it wasn't really that close. So it's not like you're throwing him in in crunch time uh, and expecting him to perform. Like we ran, you know, a lineup with Al Horford. We ran kind of small late in the game. Uh, and it worked, right? You got to give these guys some credit. Up and down. Daniel Tice, solid performance from him. Nothing special. Six points, eight rebounds, assist to steal, a block. Solid, right? Had a plus five differential. All you can really ask for, right? So at this point, the Celtics come out of this sweeping, sweeping Brooklyn in a series where I don't think anybody was calling for that ahead of the, ahead of this. Like I said it in this podcast a couple times. I thought Celtics in five. I thought just the fact that they had Kevin Durant, they would be able to steal one game. At least one, right? I said Celtics in five. I said this before the series even started. Uh, and that's with Time Lord being out, knowing that Time Lord was going to be out. I still said it. Uh, Time Lord, obviously not a huge factor in the series, but that remained true. Like we still managed to sweep them. So you have to love that. You have to. Defensively, this team is just so special. And offensively, things are clicking. Like, I don't think that there's a a situation where Jason Tatum finds himself guarding a all-world level wing and fouling out. Like, I know round two is going to be the Bucs and... I know Giannis is obviously there. I don't really think Tatum's going to get that matchup. So in a game where he doesn't get that matchup and he has a little bit more flexibility to go out and focus on offense and not have to guard a Kevin Durant, uh, his life is going to get easier. And (laughs) when his life gets easier on the offensive side, this offense opens up even more because we know what he's capable of. And he's stepped up. His game is completely revolutionized uh, throughout the season. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good after this. I love the fact that we get a little bit of poetic justice, get to send Kyrie packing uh, in four games. And now we get some time to rest before round two. But I want to dive into that. I want to talk about round two, what it's looking like so far for the Celtics. Uh, before we do that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the first round with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, place the same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 in free bets back if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs, and get $150 in free bets instantly. 
That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I want to tell you a little bit about my favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Greens Nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States and extensively third-party tested for quality. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com and use this special promo code for a discount off your purchase. All right, so let's talk round two. Right now, Milwaukee leads the Bulls 3-1 to one in that series. They don't play again till Wednesday. That'll be their game five. If the Bulls win, that means the Celtics get a little bit more rest. If the Bucks win, that means the Celtics will be facing the Bucks at some point next week. Now, I'm willing to bet a large amount of money on DraftKings, use promo code TBPN, uh, that the Bucks will win that series. Now, when that happens, one of the guys that is on the all-time Celtics killers list in Chris Middleton is out. He got hurt last game against the Bulls. I uh, was in a walking boot today, was in a walking boot last game, and is going to be evaluated again in two weeks. So right now, Milwaukee doesn't know who, like when he's coming back. And I'm never going to wish injury on anyone because that's not just not the way you play. Uh, but Chris Middleton kills the Celtics every single time we play him. So that would be a huge loss for Brooklyn. And if that's the case, it opens up the court for the Celtics. Defensively, Middleton's solid. Offensively, he is very good. He's the second leading scorer on that team behind Giannis. He is probably the most clutch shooter on their team in general over Giannis. I still remember a lot of playoff series where Giannis is sitting at the end of the games because offensively, he can't he can't shoot. He can't shoot. He's a liability on the free throw line, just like Claxton was tonight. Uh, but that's a huge loss for a Milwaukee team. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Milwaukee is still the team in the Eastern Conference that scares me the most. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm scared of them. I don't think that the the Celtics will lose in that series. But I will say this, the fact that Milwaukee lost their last game on purpose to dodge playing Brooklyn in the first round, that plays in the Celtics' favor a lot. Because guess what? You lose that game, you lost home court advantage. So now Celtics have home court advantage. And we're going to be fully healthy. Right now, the only guy that was on the injury report that is actually in our rotation is Robert Williams. And guess what? He's played the last two games. 
I would put, I would bet a lot of money that Robert Williams will be starting in that second round. Like he's had two games to get his feet under him a little bit. He's going to have an, another entire week almost where he has time to just practice, gel, and recover. You know, they talk, Ime talked about it pregame today. Uh, Robert Williams feels good. There was no pain in the knee. Uh, there was no pain at all after playing 16 minutes last game for him. So this is all good news for the Celtics. You know, the the Bucks have injuries that they're dealing with now. The Celtics do not. And if we've learned anything from the playoffs the last couple of years, it's a it's a game of attrition, right? And the Celtics are healthy at the right time. Like this is a, a huge point in the series or in the season for Boston. Like we're making a push. We just took out arguably the best team under, you know, the top three. You've got you've got Miami, you've got Philly, and you've got Milwaukee. Those are your top three teams outside of the Celtics in the Eastern Conference. Then you pretty much go Brooklyn. Like I would put Brooklyn up against any five, six, or seven, well, five or six seed. Uh, and I would fully expect them to come out of that game with a win, out of that series with a win. So this is a huge point for the Celtics. They made Brooklyn look like a bunch of amateurs. They came out, executed at a higher level at every single point of the game. So this bodes well moving forward. Like if you're the Celtics, you're riding a a very high high right now. And you're going into a team in Milwaukee that, again, probably the best team in the Eastern Conference outside of the Celtics, in my eyes, uh, former NBA champions, Right, A lot of experience on that team. They have Giannis, who is otherworldly and can take over a series at any time. So it's not going to be a cakewalk. Like This is a a much more complete team than Brooklyn. You talk about Brooklyn, their whole knock this whole season has been the fact that they just do not have depth. And obviously that hurts when you have guys like Ben Simmons – who clown out and decide not to play. And you also have guys like Joe Harris that are just hurt and can't play. Like these are those are two huge guys for the Nets that you're not gonna that didn't step foot on the floor all series long. And that hurts. It hurts a lot. Uh, but at this point, you're moving on to another series where they have their second best player out. Again, this Milwaukee team is a lot more it's, – it's a lot better of a constructed team than Brooklyn. They have depth. They have guys. They can run a nine-man rotation, and it'd be solid, even without Middleton. So it's a solid team. It's well-built, and it's centered around Giannis, who is just unstoppable at a lot of points of the game. So you got to take you know, this series – and like put together a huge game plan for it. And Marcus Smart talked about Ime Odoka and his game planning post game today. And it says he said that he does it better than anyone he's seen. Like Ime Odoka 
looks at every detail. He's very meticulous with his game planning. And I'm sure, because we've seen it this year, the Celtics played well against Milwaukee this season. And we really need Al Horford to get some rest, to rest up those 35-year-old legs, because he's going to be playing a good chunk of minutes against Milwaukee and against Giannis. I would not be surprised if Ime tries to almost match those minutes with Giannis, with Al. I, I don't think that Al is capable of matching those minutes because Giannis plays a lot. Uh, but if he can go out there and match the majority of it, give us a good 36 minutes, which again is a lot for him, this team is poised to make a run and take that series uh, and move on. Seriously. Like this team right now, I don't think you're scared of anybody. And they've talked about it. All the guys have talked about it. There are questions today post-game whether or not the Celtics were, you know, heard the chatter about trying to avoid Brooklyn. And again, Marcus Smart, of course they heard it. Uh, but they're not scared of anybody. It's us against the world. This is what all of the guys keep saying. Nobody's scared of any team in the in the NBA at this point. Not even just Eastern Conference. They're not scared of anybody. So that's what we got, right? Like we've got a series more than likely coming up against Milwaukee. Uh, but the Celtics have home court advantage. They're going to be healthy. Milwaukee's not. And that right there might be enough. That might be enough to put the Celtics over the edge. Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. This is a huge win over Brooklyn. Sending Kyrie Irving, packing Kevin Durant, going to rethink all of his decisions. Maybe he's playing somewhere else next year. Probably not, but I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> but that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, Make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Everything helps. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm like a Celtic.